Hey, Cole. Hey, Gary. Hey, it's 2014. And, you know, if you run a small business like we do, you're sick and tired of waiting in lines at the post office. Oh, I know. Those lazy public workers on the dole. Public workers? When's the last time you bought a postage meter? Literally thousands of dollars. They're so they're so goddamn expensive and everyone can relate to it. Yeah. Everyone knows how expensive a postage meter is. So so and and one of the things that gets on my nerves, you know, 2014, like I, I want glasses. But I don't want to go to a place and get glasses like you do. Yeah, and you want to look like me, so you want to have some Warby Parkers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're you're picking up picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, definitely. So 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 in 2014, why don't you make it your resolution to maximize your small business potential mm-hmm. by listening to your MP3 player while in line at the post office? Exactly, and you can listen to podcasts talking to you about how difficult it is to file legal papers. Yeah, or uh, to get a uh, clothing named after masturbating chimps. That's why you should go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. <laughs> Where you can get literally any book about stamps you like. Philately, autophilately, the sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah. Stamp tramps, a tale <laughs> of the 1920s era hobo stamp <laughs> a revolution. A tale of two stamps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the stamp tramps and we're going across the sea. Why Someone mail us to America. <laughs> See, we do it in a round, you see. Why is this plane upside down? Take that frown. Take it drown. (laughs) So that's why people are listening. You should go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. Do it today. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead favorite. And uh, you are listening to Bonfireside Chat, an undead favorite. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's uh, we, are, we are saying goodnight to demon souls, Gary. Yep. That's good. Yeah. We're, we're wrapping it up. This is the last episode, last episode about demon souls. We have a, a lengthy ap- appendix mm-hmm. next week where we, we um, which is why we should out. go to the doctor. Yeah. I, just, like, I was finishing a sentence at the same time you conceived of that joke. Yeah. So I couldn't start the joke at the same time. Um, keep, damn. Keep rationalizing. If I had two mouths, if you, only. You would be Zaphod Beeblebrox. I would be a Zaphod Beeblebrox character. Yeah. That would be, and hopefully the one from the the newer movie, and not the one from the older movie. Yeah. No. Then, um, then, then you would also be in Moon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Which I'd also take because that's yep. pretty good. Um, yeah. So yeah. Goodbye to uh, to Demon Souls. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, previously we killed the illusory King Allant, um, and we revealed that the throne of Bellateria um, sits empty, and with the last of our archdemons' uh, souls and hands. Uh, it's time to plunge into the core of the Nexus and end this one way or another. One way or specifically one other way. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> one way or the other. Sorry. Other or the other way. Yes. <laughs> yes. One way or the other way. Yes. Uh, continuing in the Soulsian tradition of giving you a binary choice. Um, yep. And leaving you to discern what uh, what choice matters, which is what I imagine the bulk of the discussion of this episode is going to be. Yeah, and and that's what <laughs> that's why it's not annoying that there's a good and evil ending because mm-hmm. they're not good and evil endings, right, right? You know, so it's it's not a you know, do you save the the person at the end or kill them? It mm-hmm. is you know, do you do one gray thing or another gray thing? Yeah. And the thing that looks good initially is actually tinged with darkness and vice versa. 
Yeah. You know, so the, the fun is figuring it out, not necessarily making the choice, especially the way I play these games where I know I'm going to do both choices like at least several <laughs> times. Yeah. You know, the fun is just figuring out what the choices mean. Yeah. And the fun is also like, hey, morals and ethics, um, they actually matter outside of games and the way games treat them is kind of bullshit. So yeah. have this kind of nuanced, um, you know, view on these things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just um, I had forgotten about it. I talked about it a little bit on on Facebook. Um, I just replayed um, Human Revolution Deus Ex, yep. the director's cut, and uh, it fixed all the problems leading up to the end, but did nothing about the ending of that game. And uh, go ahead and put in a you want to put in a spoiler beep. It's an old game. I don't know if that's necessarily necessary. I also haven't beaten it, but oh, okay. you, whatever you say, I probably will forget. It, it just it has a very bad example of that choice system mm-hmm. at the end like it, it almost seems like it has to be commentary on it but it's not like the game is so straight-faced up until that point yeah and it's a it's a very good game like it is one of my favorite games from last generation and just plays really well and it's it you know the story is really cool but the uh, the ending of it man it is it is such a bad moral choice at the end so if somebody was scared off from human revolution because of the criticism from before the director's cut would you recommend playing it yep okay yeah, because the uh, the biggest, the way bigger problem, you're going to spend way more time on these bosses. And that's that whole, you know, if you're going to give a player options to play in different ways, you have to Respect give them options, options the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it does now. So I, I played through, I didn't play through non-lethally, but I ironically went through all the bosses without killing them. <laughs> which previously you had to, or not when you have to kill them, but without shooting them with a gun, <laughs> which is previously how you had to do it. And it was real bullshit. Yeah. Um, they were, you know, they weren't fun boss fights initially and it's kind of interesting because they couldn't do the resources to totally redesign the bosses and have them kind of have a different place in the story but what they did was they changed the way they feel entirely through their arena design so their arenas are now really interesting kind of playgrounds so you still have this kind of shitty bullet sponge you know kill monster but you you know it's your turf so if you know how to do x y and z you can do x y and z depending on your build and it can help you in the fight you, you, in different ways. You realize what you're describing is the Mr. Freeze fight from Arkham City, right? Yeah, yeah, except okay. with not, yeah, except without as many, um, there aren't, you know, that many options because that has the most options. Yeah, because that anything. is, because that is the, 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 the platonic ideal of that. Yeah, that, that's one of the best boss fights in, you know, in game history. Yeah. God, I love that game. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's super great. I played Origins over break and it's not nearly as good. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I kind of, I kind of don't want to spend the time on it. Yeah, I mean, it's if you if you get the itch to play more Batman, like it's more Batman, mm-hmm. but it uh, yeah, it's not as good. I might actually be inclined to play Arkham Asylum before I play that. Did you not play Arkham Asylum again to replay? Arkham okay, Asylum. gotcha. Yeah. I don't think I could go back to Asylum. No. Like I liked Asylum, but I can't handle those shitty boss fights. Like hmm. that's too. I can't. You know, the Toro boss fight. Yeah. Over yeah. and over and over again. That seems annoying to me. And it's so fun to fly, and like you don't fly <laughs> in hell, Arkham City. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, anywho, um, so you, you you kill a lot at this point, and uh, you you get this uh, uh, dialogue, like little dialogue bit. Like we're going to spend a lot of time over examining yeah. little bits of dialogue, probably for this next you know forty five minutes or so. It's, it's the most exposition that you would get in this game. Uh, well, you get a lot in the beginning. Yeah, I was I going suppose, through yeah. like all like well, a lot of the speech. You get a lot in, in the beginning, and then you also get a lot when you talk to the monumental. But like, well, that's what I meant in the beginning, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like you get, yeah, that's early on in the game. You get a lot. Mm-hmm. You get little incidental nuggets from characters in between, and then you get this, you know, these big chunks. Yeah. At the so, end. So you defeat false a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Which I forget if we address this. That's why I added it here again. But it bears repeating, right? So yeah. you kill what you think is the real king a lot, but it turns out to be the you know the wizard's illusion, right? Right. Um, right. At Oz. Um, yep. But yeah. 
He says, how did you defeat my precious demon? No human has an appetite for souls such as you. The rest is up to the old one. If this is to be, then you shall be beckoned. Um, kind of yep. building in the, uh, um, the the possibility that you went and killed the Dragon King and then went back to 1-3 and 1-4, although why? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and you, so after you leave, you take the Archstone back, mm-hmm. and there's a big, you know, big changes in the old Nexus. Um, there is uh, uh, no longer a floor, like the, the wobbly. Um, the wobbly time the, floor? Yeah. Yeah, the wobbly time floor is no longer. <laughs> and you can no longer level up at this point. Right. So if you're going into a new game plus, that gets a little bit frustrating because uh, if you remember, you don't, you can't level up until you complete 1-1. Um, yeah in the new game and you can't, so you get all these boss souls and boss items and you can't use them until you go through the entirety of that. So if you die a couple times, which you probably won't at this point, right. new game plus isn't that hard, but if you do, that's, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the maiden in black will no longer level you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead talking to her, will um, have you rush down for a magical ride down the maiden in blacks. Um, uh, what is that? Wild ride. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I, yeah. There yeah. we go. Um, down this crazy long, uh, shoot kind of thing nice non-euclidean uh windy silent like hill four time tunnel. tunnel yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and and where you end up on is a like a beach yeah so it's interesting that the, this is where the old one has been imprisoned mm-hmm. you know and i this time i didn't ever did it before i played but this time for it i spent a lot of time testing the geometry to see like how how far can i go out into the water like how far yeah. can i go in any of these directions like is there anything here yeah like you can't crest a dune yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's kind of does some waste eye wall syndrome. Mm-hmm. But uh, as yeah. to where this is, who fucking knows? Yeah, like it's, it's outside of time and space is you know essentially what, what I think. Yeah, it's unstuck. But, and, I, and and anytime this setting pops up in a game, I have to like reiterate it. Like visually and conceptually, the craggy barren beach mm-hmm. <laughs> is like my favorite thing. Yeah. So like visually, yeah. this is amazing in a way that uh, um, specifically Ash Lake touches me. Right. Yeah. And even there's actually it's not that different from the the kiln of the first flame. Right. In that, you know, you're going through this craggy, you know, th- those are ashes instead mm-hmm. of sand. Yeah. But same kind of effect. Yeah. And you know? like there there was some kind of civilization here, or at the very least some kind of uh architecture. Column building animal. Yeah, erection. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Some kind of giant beetle that yeah. that ate uh, other beetles and then shot out columns. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the the ionic monster beetle. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Yeah, so definitely something was here. We don't know, and yeah. we'll never know. Like, I don't think there's any hints. There's no reason for it. It's like I just like the the excuse to do something that looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's probably probably yeah. the case. Yeah. yeah, but before you jump down here, the maiden says, "Oh, a voice of yours is calling." So, right. like so the, the like the the old one is summoning you, right? And, and she just happens to be there to to, to usher you down there. Yeah. yeah. So then the the old one uh, shows up. And it is like a giant twisted mass of uh, trees and branches yeah. with a big gaping kind of goatsy mouth mm-hmm. in the front of it. Yeah. Um, it's like if Lavos was, was uh, made of dead trees. Yeah. Yeah. Which is – and looking at – kind of reviewing everything for the show, it's interesting because there's some some real tree kind of symbolism early on too mm-hmm. when they show the, you know, the, the stuff about God Um so the idea that this is this corrupted thing, like I don't actually think this is, you know, it is God mm-hmm. or another, I think it is kind of like an avatar or, you know, just the same, you know, a God in multiple parts, yeah. you know, similar to a, to a Christianity kind of thing. Um, but it's, it's definitely kind of, I think it's a corrupted version of that tree yeah. is this, you know, branch monster. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, and it's very obviously a child, too. This is a nascent demonic force. Yeah, which yeah. is like it's either been reborn with this new catastrophe. With this new cycle, yeah. Right, or it just you know experiences time on a level that we can't understand. Right. Um, one of my favorite, you know, favorite touches in any Souls game, <laughs> like or any video game, happens here is when this thing shows up and the, the maiden in black tells it to be good. Mm-hmm. I, I the delivery on that line is really you know kind of chilling and excellent. Yeah, and just, it's, it's very know, motherly, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very you know it's very impressive, and it makes me think about so like one of the things we're gonna have to tackle in this last episode <laughs> is like what's up with the maiden in black, <laughs> you know? And uh, one of the things that's interesting is if she doesn't want you to i mean we'll get into it after we just you know describe what happens but if if the you know killing the old one in the end or killing her and taking the old one's power is the path towards um you know letting the old one live and you know kind of reveling in the soul arts Mm -hmm. like she is you know the entire time she has been your vehicle for soul arts you know like she has been the one who she's the one who can turn the who can level you up like she is the reason why you're getting more powerful yeah. Other than the you know the spellcasters, but you know, does she? It's an interesting you know kind of contradiction in, in motivations. You know, um, why is she making you more you know more corrupt by really kind of any by many of the characters' conjecture? Yeah, you know, in order to have you just kind of put the old one to sleep. Well, I and mean, like the only go ahead. It, it fits into the whole notion of being used which we explored at length in the Dark Souls season, right? But, like, you could be being used as a vessel for this corrupt power to get to the point where you could unseat a lot and give her the opportunity to go in and lull it it back to sleep. She couldn't get in there while he was still in there, so she was using her demonic abilities, and I forget which NPC says it, but she is the strongest demon of them all. Yeah, she's the the oldest and strongest demon of them all. And she is the one one who has the key to the old one, but she can't get there because, because the throne is taken by it's you a, know, it's by a real dangerous thing though yeah. you know it's like giving you know getting somebody a taste for alcohol mm-hmm. you know getting someone addicted to a drug yeah and then just saying hurry up don't use it <laughs> you know like i need you to be this strung out on pcp to break <laughs> open this fence however i'm gonna dangle this piece of pcp in front of you and i need mm-hmm. you to walk away yeah and go to sleep for for infinity well it's a game <laughs> you know as a monumental like it it's, it's, is it's, a gamble <laughs> yeah it's it's a and, you know at best it's a gamble but like it yeah. i think it lends some texture to kind of you know what her actual motivation is right. because another character um or uh freak says that she would be like she is imprisoned as well she's as mm-hmm. much of an prisoner as you are and death would be a release for her yeah well, which makes and, me and think she... maybe that's part of maybe that is why she's powering you up you know, enough to like, so you can put her in this place where she can actually die. Yeah. And she says that like, you know, if you let her lull the demon back to sleep, she says, my, my, my duty is fulfilled. My duty is fulfilled. Like, like joyously. Right. She right. says it a couple of times. It's her refrain. And the, the, the narration comes, comes back and says like, yeah. And you know, both her and the old one faded back into the waning fog. And so she found her oblivion. She found her release, but to right? come back. And again, oh, like, yeah. not just in that, not just in the the only way to win is to quit playing Spec Ops, Dark Souls One, <laughs> kind of way. But also, you know, the, it is it's established in the game that it's cyclical even before that. Yeah, like Dark Dark Souls is a cycle. Demon Souls is the second cycle. So every time you play it, you're playing the second iteration of what happened. Right. You know, so the uh, it's going to come back even if there yeah. wasn't a new game plus. But this could be rest for her and for the old one and for the world. 
like a temporary rest, but yeah, not the temporary, kind of rest that, but like, rest that comes with the sweet release of death. But, but every every time we every time we go to sleep, it's it's not yeah. like sleeping is worthless because we have to do it every day. No, no, no. But I'm just yeah. saying, like in thinking about so, and we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. But like if you take if you take King Alant at his word, uh-huh. and the old one is created by God to to put the world out of its misery, yeah, as the idea that she is somehow tricking you or tempting you into kill her plays into that. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is. You know, that death is, you know, which I think is one of the the stronger, like, one of the things that I take of, take from this game is that, like, you know, there are, there are fates well worse than death. Mm-hmm. You know, being being killed or being dead is, you know, can be considered better than a lot of the things that, you know, are the alternative. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. Nobody call any hotlines. But, like, <laughs> I think that that's, that kind of fits in with that idea of why she is helping you in a way that is expressly kind of contrary to one of her her goals mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah and so. you know it's 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 lovecraftian in a way that like the the game that she is playing is so different than the game of like the rank and file who you are assumedly fighting for right 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 you're not just yeah exactly she's even if it's not specifically that there's it's more complicated than like hey i'm just going to help you fight you know these monsters yeah you know and then like once the monsters are dead that's great mm-hmm. yeah so you know, so, but we should say what happens before we actually get there because yeah. we, we just like mentioned a lot and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, you, you fight your way down this branchy um, hallway, which reminds me of uh, the, the run up to the, the bed of chaos, right? Oh, Again. yeah. I was thinking that, like, if this guy was in Dark Souls, you could just run through him and kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! And then just, yeah, just a, goodbye, old one. Like, I can roll dodge through this shit. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh you get in there and then you find oh man i love what happens to a lot like yeah, I, just, I, just, I just love that whole situation too yeah it's 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 interesting like so so a lot like as we mentioned before is kind of like a cat dog like mm-hmm. he's it looks like he's a two-headed kind of slug monster thing he's really hard to make out like yeah. exactly the specifics of his anatomy. Mm-hmm. It's it's like he's wearing a like a tumor robe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he just he just kind of so this is his his demon form. Yeah. The same way that all of his knights, you know, ended up with demon forms as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so the yeah. uh, uh, the same way the Tower Knight was actually what's his head like Alfred or Albert, yeah, uh, or what have you. So this is you know he he's been corrupted by this force. Yeah, and you have to fight him, and it's it's you know really really difficult to lose. Yeah. Um, this fight yeah but. no it's it's definitely kind of a symbolic or uh just ceremonial fight yeah um fight quote unquote um it's just shy of making it so that you cannot lose to him however yeah. there's interesting dialogue if you yeah. or in- interesting implications if you do die to him yeah um yeah. but uh but yeah he uh I, I love the idea that he is like a again like a nascent or incomplete form of his final of his final self either hmm. he came here unprepared like he hadn't gone and gathered enough souls to have enough power to, you know, to take control of the old one. And so he is occupying this space without being able to do anything with it. And so his transformation is relatively incomplete, leaving him this uh, pitiful form, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it's this weird, inconvenient um, or cosmically inconvenient situation for the for, for the universe to be in where, like, if he was powerful enough, it would just end everything. And if he wasn't powerful, or if he never went for it at all, the old one would have just continued its course. However, he is here keeping stuff in this shitty version of stasis, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, like to the old one is not quite powerful enough yeah, to actually yeah. do what he wants it to do. Mm-hmm. You know, which is is, is what happens when yeah. he uh, you know when you actually get the death blow, It'd or be, when you're fighting him. He, he, yeah, he always has. It, w- it would be like if Sephiroth, instead of going one winged angel, just turned into kind of a half frog creature. Yeah, yeah, like a little <laughs> yeah. like a floating you know floating fetus. Yeah, like, kind of a, thing like, a, like, like that. Like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but you know he's he's very much here, and you know as you're as you're quote unquote fighting him, he spouts some stuff that you know kind of gives us a lot of the motivation for what he's doing, and sets up the choice that you're going to make after you inevitably kill him. Right, right. Which he says, and this is you know it's important, and it's a way when I keep talking about this is life worth living. He says, uh, surely you've seen, you've seen for yourself the pain and suffering that fills this world, uh, but fight poison with poison. God is merciful, and so created the old one. The old one will feed upon our souls and put an end to our tragic realm of existence. Yeah. So that is the uh, that is what he wants to do mm-hmm. is you know put put an end to it. And I think that like I don't you know so that. With him being in this kind of half state, the question then becomes if that was his intent when he tempted or when he brought about the old one or if that's something he came to right. in the end. But I could really kind of see it, you know, I can see it going both ways for that. Like he hasn't had eternity to think about it or anything, mm-hmm. you know, so that kind of doesn't support the idea that he had kind of about, you know, an about face mm-hmm. for that. But it's either he, he, one of the reasons why he tempted the old one was because he always thought, you know, this, this needs to be wiped out. Like, this is no good. Or he came to that conclusion because instead of waking up as a cool demon lord, he woke up as a, you know, a cat dog. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, you know, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I don't know. Let's, let, let's not draw too many conclusions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until until it's, just, it's, it's like just unanswered questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Like like his his is not like yeah he he fucked up everything by doing what he did. Um, right. Depending on your definition of fucked up, but like you know he he is definitely working to hasten, um, you know, kind of the equivalent of the abyss in this world. Yeah, uh, entropy or, or Valhalla or you know yeah. whatever like end of end of end of times. Yeah, is what this guy wants. Ragnarok. Um, if you do lose to him, which is very unlikely, um, he says, I've had enough, uh, enough of this rotten world mm-hmm. um, when he kills you. So the, uh, I, Cole's got it in his notes. I'll let him ask the question. <laughs> yeah. So, so the idea would be, like, if you die to him and his splinter of the timeline or whatever, like, he just takes your power and then assumes it for himself and, you know, assumes control of the, you know, of the old one and does what he wants to, which is end the world. Right. That's yeah. that, 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 that's what I assume because that's the entire economy of this. You get power by killing things that are more powerful than you. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So even though like it's never like quite applied to to you know player characters ever before. So like if you die to the Dragon King, you know maybe he gets your souls. Maybe he has yeah, a little. I mean, counter. Right. Yeah, but just like like I don't think that any of the other demons have ambitions other than to other than to you know just maintain their own realm. Right. Like, I mean, and, I think you make arguments about, like, Old Monk for that. But the, the um, like, I guess, like, so it's either that or he's disappointing you because he wants someone to do it oh. would be the other way. Like, if he's unable to do it, like, the, I've had enough of this. Like, maybe he's not going to, maybe he's just like, well, shit. You know, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to be able to be the person who's going who's gonna to do this for us. Because, you know, you can't uh, kill the maiden in black until she's doing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't take the old one's power until until she's through there. And she says you have to kill a lot. She doesn't show up until you do. Mm-hmm. You know, so he can also just be disappointed that you have not gotten further yeah. to actually carry out his goals. That you were like the best possible hope and yeah. you were not good enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is what we, you know, in just Shades of Dark Souls, what we, a lot of our kind of uh, casting aspiration or, you know, uh, motivations on um, Frampt mm-hmm. in Dark Souls was that, you know, you were the best possible hope for this. And that is why, mm-hmm. you know, even though that is why they're the kind of twin uh, motivations in that game, even though they end up going to the same place. Right. And, that you know, if you're a Dark Lord, you end up, they both end up serving you, is that... Um, you know, it, this way, look, whatever way we need to get the strongest person there, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that makes, m- m- makes a certain degree of sense. I just, I, man, there's, there, there's so much to draw conclusions on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. all conclusions. So, yeah. So, but, um, you know, once you inevitably kill him, I mean, his really, his only attack is to use his sword shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is just his body having metastasized around the demon brand, yeah, yep, <laughs> flailing yep. at you. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, after after you've killed him, uh, don't forget to pick up the demon brand. Like even you know if 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 you intend to play New Game Plus one one time, you're probably close enough to uh, to getting the uh, the ability to use the Northern Regalia. So why not? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, and you kill him. Um, he says, "You fool! Don't you understand? Uh, no one wishes to go on." Yeah, well, so. <laughs> It's yeah. Whether, he's, so whether he's speaking he's, for a lot of people. He's speak. Who is he speaking for? He's speaking for in, himself. In, uh, no, most but I'm, of all. I'm saying like yeah. But in in this world, uh-huh. like I was thinking like your know, best possible scenario, you put the old one to sleep. Uh-huh. What happens? Like in in this world, like like people go on and live without the plague of demons what, trying to what harvest people? them. Well, the, what people like the merchants? We're, like we're, they just get not, together and have like we're not seeing the, the whole the, world. We're seeing the worst examples of the world. Where, but like I mean, the the fog is everywhere in the yeah, whole kingdom. Yeah, well, the, well, like, well, like well, well, the fog recedes, and like like we are in the capital and all of the places that have been hard to say. Which I I, I understand. Like I'm making an argument that like oh, there could be a thousand other Latrias here, but these are like seats of power that we're seeing, either seats of power or seats of corruption. Um, you know, speaking specifically of the current corruption being the you know, shrine of storms. Um, uh, yeah. you know, Valley of Defilement and um. Blah. Um, what's the other one? Maybe Stonefang being so resource rich, and then Seats of Power being, uh, you know, Boletaria and uh, Latria. Like, like, like those are places where demons would roost. I would say that there are people much like, you know, in a way, it's beautiful because when when the meteors hit, <laughs> when the meteors hit, Gary, there were there were um, you know rodents who were hiding out in the caves, right? I, 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 guess, I guess what I'm saying is, like, we have no way of knowing if the next cycle is going to be better or worse or the same. No, we, so, we don't. So, we so, don't so, have... so, like, for me, it's like, okay, like, Alant didn't have the right to make that decision, and, like, I don't feel that either do I, right? The, so, uh, g- given the choice the... between complete oblivion and entropy, um, and maybe the possibility for something to be better, like, even in the evidence that I've seen, in a way, it's beautiful. I feel sad in to be the, saying it, but... <laughs> in the, uh, the <laughs> cosmology of the game, down. like, if, if you don't have the right to say it, um, you know, maybe God does, though. Mm-hmm. Within the you know with again within the con you know I, there's there's no actual god, but in the cosmology of the game like mm-hmm. you know God created this force for this reason yeah you know like well, if you I mean if you if you don't think that because there's characters say contradicting things you have to yeah. choose what you believe yeah. but if you believe that God created the old one yeah and, you know and for that reason yeah and it's and it's just so hard because because the entire mythology around the old one and the church and blah 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 like I think that. 
you know, it's possible that Alant is just believing the lies that the church was putting out and that the, and, and that the old one is just, you know, the avatar of this entropy that's coming along. Right. I don't think it's the I don't think it's the church. When you say the lies that the church is pointing out, which what do you mean specifically? No, no, just like, you know, just like holding on to the idea that uh, that the old one and God are are, are uh, two different things. Right, right. Like I, I yeah. think that the um, no, but I I I feel like they're the the way that they're described or some of the language. Like I, I think that they are two different things. Hmm. Like if even if just two different aspects, but I think they are different. You know. They can have different different goals or different means in this. Yeah. You know? And I, don't, I mean, I don't have all of the yeah. – the, the, whenever you, like, think about this stuff, you just kind of get a conglomeration <laughs> of, like, different little bits yeah. that, you're, that you're getting. But the – so the other thing, the only way I would challenge that, and that's a, a valid interpretation. Like, mm-hmm. I think that we both agree that's what the choice is mm-hmm. in the end. But the, the one, like, a, a challenge I would have to the entropy is better than oblivion is that – implied well, no, no, you know, I, not I, in a I'm, gamey I'm way. implying that the entropy is the same as oblivion in this like you know like maybe you have to hope that, that the next leap is going to be the leap home right yeah but the, yeah. but we know it's not because 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 it's happened before in the game and it, and even not just because we played the game before not even just in that dark souls way yeah but it is like a cyclical thing mm-hmm. you know and i guess like i guess that is the the i mean it is it is a choice like you choose mm-hmm. which one you you prefer and so there's no right choice. But the the reason why another thing that kind of leads that lends out a little bit of strength is the fact that this is all going to happen again. Yeah. And so, and so, the, and so the way that I kind of interpret this you know, around there. So if you decide to let the let the maiden in black lull the lull the old one back to sleep, uh, the, the the ending narration describes you as becoming the next monumental. Right. Or one mm-hmm. of the next monumentals. Like if we consider that the monumentals are going to be, a you know, a, a pursuing force for good. Um, if the monumentals continue to get stronger or not, not for good, let's just say for, for, for order and for holding the fabric of reality together, you know, like, let's say you, you as the monumental are just a little bit stronger than the one that came before it. And maybe you can keep more of them alive. Maybe you keep the fog at bay. Mm. Yeah. So, so like if this is considered to be an accruing, you know, force of the decision made over these cycles or over these various splinter realities that the, like the, the, that, that's where I look at it. Which is like we, you know, we've just been able to maintain this, you know, time and time again. You know, mm-hmm. like 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 we're at the nadir right now of of you know only having one monumental left. But what could happen if that if if that force for holding things together was stronger, right? Yeah, I mean, if it's stronger, the yeah. the and if it's so the other thing that's so the monumentals are not. I don't necessarily think of them. They're not reliable narrators in this respect either. Yeah. You know, as a, as a force for order and good, like we see them as that, and they say that. Mm-hmm. But the um, the crestfallen uh, merchant says they're the people who let him out in the first place, like in the first wave. Mm-hmm. You know, of things too. So it's not yeah. like I mean, I I guess like seeing them as having that kind of pure motivation is suspect to me as yeah. well. Like that's an interpretation. Like well, maybe things will get marginally better every single time uh, the Valley of Defilement happens. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of a big price to pay to eventually not have the valley of defilement happen. Yeah. You know, infinite sorrow, Inf- like infinite, infinite death and sorrow and suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, but, you're, and you're going to throw away Latria at its height for that. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. Like, I mean, just just to have that keep you know going through. Like, I think that void is not you know because we do, we don't understand it. 
Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. And this this gets into actual real life, you know, <laughs> yeah. afterlife stuff. Like, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. We can't conceive of it, though. It's just mm-hmm. the unknown. Yeah. It's not bad. Is, you know? It so, is not. It's it's It can't be. And we will never understand it. It's mm-hmm. not anything that we can conceive of because it's nothing and you can't imagine nothing. So I, I'm, I'm carrying back, you know, or forward or wherever – you know, just the, the the insight that we arrived at from Dark Souls, honestly. So in the in the old one ending, which is awesome because like she just tells you, go go back up. You know, go to the Nexus, you're no longer bound here. Cool. Like any other game <laughs> would give you like kill her or don't. But like right. just just like in the killing of the first flame, it's either light this thing or huh, or I could walk probably away. walk through that door again, right? Um or wait, no, so you kill her. Yeah, so so the so yeah. she tells you to go. If you go, um, you get the monumental ending. If you kill her, you get the the old one ending, which you know perpetuates or you know doesn't perpetuate rather, but uh, ends everything by taking you know, by taking it over. Um, oh my god, I lost the train of thought that I was on. Um, <laughs> no, no, okay. So 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 you take this over and you're like, okay, the gray fog, the colorless fog is going to is going to cover the earth, and we're all going to be eaten away, right? Um, mm-hmm. which I draw a parallel to that. And like, so, so, so essentially in this, you were becoming Manus. Like it talks about you becoming the demon to end all demons, having melded with this force and, you know, becoming its avatar, um, and essentially spreading the abyss. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the conclusions that we drew from that, which was like, that didn't end up being good. That wasn't an age for man. That was an age for crazy tree headed people, <laughs> you know, it was, but it was, like the idea of the, I feel I feel like there's there's a stronger implication like since the abyss doesn't exist here mm-hmm. and that that they're actually it's not it's not a force for just a monster world like but, I feel like, like it is a where force the demons to, come from is the is the gray fog like it's a it's a it's a force for a ru- a world run by these amoral things well there might like there there will be I mean there will be demons mm-hmm. like there's not like there, it's not like there's not going to be <laughs> demons but I mean it's yeah, not like it's not, not a force here. for for human suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the the further you know the the original interpretation stands where it's like one one is people you know having a chance to do this only to fall and 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 have it happen again mm-hmm. or to not have it happen again, mm-hmm. but not have the lead up to it happen again either, even yeah. if you do become manus and become super demon, yeah, you know um yeah, I don't know yeah and, and I, you know, it felt, like, it didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like a it felt like a choice with both like it, if if I had a two buttons in front of me right now and mm-hmm. one of them was and you know kill everything and one of them was continue <laughs> the world like i would choose continue the world yeah the but the the thing that like a game like this shows and is that like the the shittiness of this world like i feel like the game takes a lot of pains to impress you with it mm-hmm. like the amount of suffering that is happening here it's really trying to like put a lot of things on that side of the scale so, like, what I would respond to with that is 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 just like looking at the thing. This is like a very Talmudic discussion, um, <laughs> but um, looking at again some of the narration from the monumental ending. Um, all of the soul arts fade away, including the idea that by killing something else, you could gain its power. And I, I would argue that like a lot of the suffering that we saw was the result of this kind of like economy of like life being worthless except unless it was extracted and you know given to somebody more powerful than you yeah right? like turning i mean the like king midasing people like i mm-hmm. i would agree with that however like i i think that there's an implicit promise that it will come back it is like it doesn't but yeah like, it doesn't come back forever it doesn't leave forever so it will leave temporarily and then the suffering will happen again 
when th- th- there, you know, th- there being there being no evidence either way for what happens after this. Like, man, I, 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 I have such a such a hard time not bringing this back in or like trying to draw further conclusions. However, um, but like so like maybe this age of pain and suffering is a thousand years long. What if like humanity getting back on its feet is like 10,000 years long? Like 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 we, we have no way of knowing that like this isn't some kind of weird crucible or creation myth where like the, like the, this happens every once in a while to call the population down or something. And then we get back up on our feet and do our thing. If the, I mean, the only thing that I would answer that with is the fact that if you start factoring in the, the gameplay meeting mythology mm-hmm. of having the game start over mm-hmm. as soon as you, as soon as the game ends, yeah. you know, which happens in either ending, it happens in the dark Lord ending too. So it's yeah. not, you know, it's not definitive, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, the, the Dark Souls, so it's, that's possible that, that the, the good takes place for longer than the bad does. Yeah. And I think that the, the way that they try to balance that out is showing you exactly how bad it gets. Yeah. You know, so the, uh, uh, you know, the, the fact that, like, it, it is cyclical. Like, these games are about cycles. Yeah. You know, these things are just going to keep happening, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it, the 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 only balancing factor for that, if it is ten thousand years as opposed to one thousand years or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, math you could put. I think that the way that tries to balance it is the fact that there's literally nothing good about the world and demon souls at the yeah. time you enter it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the entire time you spend there, there's not one good thing. Like there's you know there's almost nothing redeemable. There are a couple of characters that are semi likable mm-hmm. in damaged ways. Um, you know, who have done like Stockwell Thomas seems like a good guy did a really terrible thing. Like he's yeah. trying to redeem himself, but you know, he's, he's done a really terrible thing. And then the, uh, then it's all patches and fucking yurts left <laughs> and right. You know, um, you know, like there's a couple, like, like there's a couple of good characters mm-hmm. in it, but it is almost exclusively in the places you visit almost exclusively yeah. are horror shows, you know, just real human rights nightmares. Like it'd be like, you know, if the, I'm just trying to think of the equivalent Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the real world, which and then well, I stopped myself because I don't want to capitalism. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was going to say I didn't want to compare, you know, an actual real world tragedy to anything in a video game because that way lies madness. And yeah. if you do that, you're a bad person. So yeah. I, I stopped myself from doing that. <laughs> oh, but man, the, I'll close gamers dot yeah. text. OK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was about to get bad. But like, <laughs> I mean, there's the. I mean, I guess that's what I came away from it from. Uh-huh. Like, I don't feel like there's anything about this or about mm-hmm. either ending or about the cosmology of the game that gives me cause for hope. Mm-hmm. And I think that in an absence of hope, then nothing is a, is a reasonable response or reasonable desire. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know Then it comes down to questions of faith and all this stuff. I don't know. I, I think that both are literarily satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's, I mean, it's a, it's a way cooler choice than the one that's actually on the page. Right. You know, and which I mean, it largely is on the page, but knowing, mm-hmm. kind of examining and conjecturing and looking at it from different angles mm-hmm. makes it a little bit deeper. Yeah. Than, uh, than you know, it would be otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the actual choice is do you want 200,000 souls or do you want <laughs> a, a, a kick and rad spell? Yeah, an actual, like, terrible spell, like a pretty yeah. shitty spell um, that you should never cast. Yeah. The, um, yeah, that is yeah, that's the gameplay. And like, you know, and I've I've talked about it before. Like mechanically I'm not very interested in new game pluses. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna do that. And and the reason why I keep calling out it uh in reference to the text is because uh it's more useful to me there. <laughs> you know, it's more interesting to think of these uh Groundhog's Day esque uh you know, esque experiences for these people. 
yeah. you know, without actually having to want to play them. But but I like that the idea that the thing you get more utility from supports the idea of continuing it and then stopping it. If you continue it, you get the spell, which lets you be a complete asshole, which, you know, narratively leads to you also ending the world the next time. So it's almost like the game is going behind you and saying, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and do, like, the good one and then the, and then the evil one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, we mentioned that earlier. Like, you're pretty much going to do both. Yep. You know, and then the, the fun is figuring it out. Because the game is fun enough to play twice. Yeah. 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 I've, I've played it three times. <laughs> um, the... Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm trying to think of, and that's pretty. Uh, that's I think that's essentially where I land on it. Mm-hmm. I think that the the, you know, the old one is an aspect of God. I don't think that the you know necessarily Saint Urbain worships God himself. Even though there's an interesting, I was looking through all the dialogue and I found an interesting bit um, with Urbain where he says that miracles didn't come to the world until after the soul arts did, right? Which supports that like everyone's just doing the same thing, just in different clothes, mm-hmm. you know, kind of kind of aspect. Made me think of like, what if the old one by its presence and, you know, and bringing about the soul arts, if the idea that he wants to destroy everything is not just, I guess it's essentially what you're saying. So one of the ways that he's destroying everything is just by sowing this, you know, discontent by giving this kind of power to things in, in all of its forms. So similar to kind of an outsider uh, thing from uh, dishonored. Yeah. You know, so like you, I'm going to, I'm going to unleash demons. In addition, I'm going to give, Everyone, you know, who in no matter what their kind of belief system, mm-hmm. the ability to harness these really, really destructive powers that are yeah. inhuman. So to, to to be an asshole and to draw the most the, the the you know the most obvious comparison possible, you know, I view the old one and the soul arts as a force of nature that just happened to insist itself and people harnessed it, kind of like a, you know nuclear power. If there is a mm. god, he set up the rules of nature, which let us, you know take plutonium atoms and throw electrons at them until they blew up or whatever. Um, and then we went and done fuck shit up just because of that. Right. I just, th- th- that's the way that I view it. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to see God as, as being unwilling or as not having a, a like I, I, the, and you know, again, this could just be like a preference thing, but like <laughs> the idea of, Hmm. I don't know. There's something, yeah. there's something about that that doesn't quite sit with me. Yeah. You well, and, and, and that gets into the idea of, like, which is the more satisfying God, the one who creates all the rules that exist around us or the one that, and you know, immediately just kind of grabs control of and has complete agency over everything? Well, right. Like, yeah. and, and specifically, like, video gamely, narrative, narratively <laughs> yeah. satisfying. Like, as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, as a real life thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that's, yeah. that makes a kind of sense. Like, there's actually just yeah. stuff. Or, or, and it's or, up to us to do yeah. what, we, you know, what we will with it. And like like but, nar- narratively, this like the, the the old one could be the god that people worship because it is the one that gets results. Yeah, which right? are, you know my all time favorite themes of yeah of video games. Yeah, which is um, like it's there offering this power as a force of nature or so and so. There is nobody sitting in the throne of the tower. So here's this crazy demon gnawing at the world from you know the bottom up. Let us treat this as our god who's sitting in the tower and right. uh, harness it for either, you know, for, for whichever way we interpret it. Yeah. We, we took about 15 minutes of gameplay and turned it into about an hour of conversation. So yeah, I think, that, I think that there's more, there's more here than the two of us could get at. Yeah. Yeah. That's or true. At least that there are the least that I could get at. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, give it, okay. give it enough time. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Let me go get my thousand monkey friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
But uh, yeah, that's Demon Souls. Is yeah, it? that's Demon Souls. Well, no, there's a little <laughs> bit extra stuff we yeah. gotta fit in somewhere, I suppose. Um, so the Soul Society we never talked about. We didn't talk <gasps> yeah. about uh, Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. So you probably have done this before this, but it just bears for completion's sake. Yeah, I think it has to be mentioned. Um, and at the very least, this would be in your second playthrough if you wanted to get it like you know black character tendency and such. You can get black character tendency in your first playthrough, hmm. um, you know, pretty easily. You just don't want to necessarily cut yourself off from what it's going to cut you off from. Okay. If you follow, it's a it's the it's a PvP covenant. It's the closest thing to a PvP covenant mm-hmm. um, this game has. So if you uh, you know we talked about rescuing Yurt, who if you don't kill him starts killing people around the Nexus. If you kill Yurt and then you have black character tendency, um, this lady appears to you, Mephistopheles, up on the the second floor. Mm-hmm. Of the Nexus. And she's part of something called the Society of Souls, or the Soul Society, or something like that. It's a secret society that wants to control the soul arts. They want to kill people who use the soul arts and because they own, they're the only people who want them. Right. Um, is, is, you know, so that's why you know, Yurt does that, and that's why she gets you to do it. And she tasks you with killing the people who know magic mm-hmm. or who can use the soul arts in the game. And... Uh, the, uh, so the reason why I call it a PBC, PvP kind of covenant is the reward is almost exclusively uh, stones of ephemeral eye, which yeah. lets you turn human, which lets you invade, right, and and such gives you more opportunities to play in this particular way. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you fight people, mm-hmm. and you, you fight essentially the spellcasters and their assistants, um, and then patches and Bior and Astrava. Yeah. Um, the quest is kind of broken because if Astrava dies in the actual game. Um, at a certain point, he goes to Boletaria, and he's not available to you in the Nexus. Hmm. Um, so if he dies there, it doesn't break the quest. You just move on to the next person, but you'll never get the reward for killing Astrava. Yeah, which is which the, is talisman, the, the talisman. Right, which is the only one you could possibly, you know, what? really want. Yeah. Because yeah. um, even even if I was playing PvP, I had so many stones of ephemeral eye yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and the foe's yeah. ring, like, it makes sense to get that as a result of... You know, being so evil that the monumental won't give you your uh, your friend's ring, but yeah. like, I'm not sure even what, like even what that does. Does it just make it more likely for you to match up against somebody? Oh, it increases your damage as a black phantom, so it like yeah. just makes you a much more effective invader. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is kind of in a way, it's kind of neat. Like the idea of you working for the society, killing people who are who know the soul arts, mm-hmm. and the way you do that is by going and killing other players who definitely know the soul arts. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a nice little, like, bit of intersection of, of game and and, uh, and play and yeah. story. Which is also matches because they would probably spend more of their time killing you or the various versions of you um, or all of these people who are trapped in the Nexus and learning the soul arts than these couple of, like, legendary figures, right? Like, right. There, there's more of them than there are of these NPCs. Right. Yeah. Right, right. The NBCs are just training wheels. Yeah. Um, if you kill everybody in the in the Nexus, she turns on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting them to be better fights because the internet uh, has tons of strategies for them. Yeah. Um, but they are trivial. <laughs> They're really <laughs> trivial. Everybody gets stunlocked. There's no such thing as poison in this game. Yeah. So you just go up to things and hit them, and yeah. that's the end of them. So even like Bior, you just have to get him once and he'll. I I had to, I backstabbed Bior four times before he aggroed. <laughs> Like, he just kept getting Jeez. up and slowly walking back to his spot. Because he has a mountain of HP. Like, I still had yeah. to fight him after that. Mm-hmm. But he just got, he got annoyed. <laughs> and then eventually you fight him. And it's just, 
if you're at all good at the game, it's very easy. Yeah, three more times and I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of backstabbing and kicking me onto the floor. I, I've heard that uh, that Yuria is kind of tough. The only reason, so Yuria goes aggro really quick, like if you backstab her once, and then her opening move is always Firestorm. Yeah. So that's the only reason why she's hard. Yeah. Um, but it's actually she's not actually that hard because like, even if you, you know, can you clear the can you clear the radius on Firestorm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it's a couple, you know, a couple rolls away, and you'll get away from it. And then she, she for me, she only cast it once. Right. Like I peppered her with a couple of arrows, and then just closed the distance and just did it. Yeah, Firestorm so, takes up a lot of MP too. So it does too. So that's probably yeah. what it is. That she just can't cast it tons of times. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's that's all there is to that. I was expecting more from it because I I put it off. I never did this quest before, yeah. and partly I was just excited because it was the last little bit of content that I could squeeze out of the game, really. Um, other than like coming up with challenge runs and stuff for myself, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. So there's not too much to it. I was hoping she would tell me some secret about the person, or that there'd be individual reasons why she wanted them dead. You know, like maybe you learn a little bit about the NPC. Mm-hmm. You know, but not oh case. yeah, like it would be her saying their deepest darkest secrets, like that they had find, yeah. found out by watching them. Yeah, something like yeah. that. I thought that was cool, um, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, so I, I I wasn't able to do that just because time and because at you know it just kind of seemed like killing a bunch of NPCs, which I could have done without doing the quest. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's it's you know it, at one at some perspective like it's you're cutting something off from yourself. Yeah. However, if you do at the end, uh, you are going and killing like grave robber oblige, mm-hmm. which like, what is he going to do for you? Once you beat the game, you're not going to go back to four, two, yeah. you know, you during that playthrough. You already so. have plenty of arrows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I also didn't, uh, didn't kill the crestfallen, uh, warrior because I thought he was, uh, going to be a target. So I left him alive and didn't talk to him. So he wouldn't kill himself. Yeah. And, uh, he's not a target. Hmm. So he just got to survive to the end of my game. What's the trigger for him to kill himself? Is it is it after just you defeat him? Talk to him a couple times. Oh, no, really? You just <laughs> talk to him a few times, and he eventually. It's it's kind of great if you've never done it. He um, he says uh, he starts off just real cynical, and he you know tells you the monumentals well, are actually yeah, the he, ones that fucked everything up. He starts and then uh, eventually, starts wondering about his body, right? Yeah, he starts going mad, and then eventually you know there's just a you leave and you come back, and there's just a soul there. Yeah, like so. a, like a pretty powerful soul too. So. Yeah, he was he was not a bad guy. Yeah. There's a there's a direct analog to that guy in uh, Berserk. Oh. So the the crestfallen archetype is a is a thing hmm. in in those games. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some Berserk as I fall asleep tonight, and then mm-hmm. dream of horrible things. Or not yet. Just yeah. you wait. <laughs> um, yeah. Do we? I mean, do we have any other Demon Soul stuff? Good game. Uh, yeah, I like, like this game yeah. a lot. Like. Yeah, it's real good. It's probably, you know, it ends up, I, I can't remember, I think it was last year that I first started playing it, or if it was this year, but, you know, even in a year when it's not new, it's one of, if not the best game I played this year Yeah, for the first time. So Yeah, I, 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 I really, like, just eagerly look for when Game of the Year discussions stop being a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, uh, the you know, revisiting what you've enjoyed the most yeah. in the last year. Oh, definitely, like, yeah. Just kind of like, what am I yeah. grateful that I experienced? Like, my game of the year of 20, uh, 2013 was Spec Ops, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like the the idea of the, you know, the big awards, like, that thing is dumb. I agree yeah. with you there. Yeah. But just kind of, I don't think, I think it's oh, kind yeah. of fun to be like, this is the cool thing I did this year, yeah, or my favorite like, thing I did this year. I, if I am, not, what I, do you do? You, if you can't, like, rank, like, I subconsciously will rank things uh-huh. in my head, oh, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, be, just because everything exists in comparison to everything else. No, mm -hmm. I, I am entirely for um, opportunities to be mindful and to um, and be uh, and be grateful that you have experienced something. You know, mm -hmm. and you know, if if the end of the year is when you do that, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But uh, but yeah, Demon Souls. I I am very happy. You know, I I I think that I experienced it mostly in this year. Time is meaningless. <laughs> but um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was it was mostly in this year. Yeah. I think because you only got to a certain point and then started replaying it for the show. Yeah. In summer. So. Yeah, yeah, in the summer. So I play. <laughs> so here's the way I did it. I played like the first two worlds back in like 2011 when I first got my PlayStation 3, and then like beginning in May and June, I just played all of it. And then, and like yep. two months later, did it for the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, everything else this series has to to offer. Mm -hmm. I would love like uh, some of the little mechanic. I wish that some of the tiny mechanical things would that I've gotten used to. Like it always takes me a split second to get used to one game or the other when I sit down for yeah. them. And uh, the thing I end up missing the most in Dark Souls is just the zippiness. Yeah, like I would really like things that just move a little faster. Yeah, you know, I well, really like that in uh, the, in Demon Souls. You'll be happy with uh, with Dark Souls too, then. Good. Yep. Good. At the very least, there, there, there's a, there's a stat that uh that, that that determines that entirely. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just pump that up to a hundred. Everything <laughs> else at thirteen. Yep. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go fast. Yeah. That's good. man. That's gonna that's gonna do ripples across the speedrunning community. Oh yeah. No. Like the fact that you actually had to make opportunity choices mm -hmm. about your your strength of your build just based on a stat that literally makes you move faster. That's yep. crazy. Mm -hmm. That'll be very interesting. Yeah. Um Aiden, our buddy Aiden who was on the show last season is speedrunning it out of the box is the first thing he's doing. Really? Is saying, yep, he's sitting down to see how fast he can beat it in Christ one sitting on streaming a bike. it. <laughs> yeah, it seems really crazy to me and yeah. just it's going to take a long time like the, I've talked about it on Facebook. I don't think I've talked about it on the show, but I started doing some Dark Souls speedruns. And, like, the hardest part, it's very fun. Mm -hmm. It's very satisfying when you complete it. The hardest part of it is just being tense for that long. Yeah. And even if it's not that long, like, I've you know, my time, my, my best time is, like, two hours and 20 minutes, mm -hmm. um, which is nothing in that in that world. But for me, it's very hard to be sitting down, concentrating that intently for that long. Yeah, I couldn't and, do it. Uh, the idea of doing like, oh, like the first time you play Dark Souls, like a new game, mm -hmm. like if you're doing a speed run, what, like five hours, six hours charitably, like, you know, you don't know what's optional. You don't know what's so like just thinking about that is really, you know, that would, that would destroy me. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I want to enjoy it. Like the, the, yeah. the idea of doing a blind speed run. So like picking up the uh, picking up the strategies that, you know, from these previous two games, like, mm -hmm. hey, maybe there are some enemies I can just run past. But like that runs yeah. counter to like you only run past them once you know you can because, you know, fortune right. favors the cautious. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's not and I'm sure he's not like he enjoys the game in a different way than we do. Yeah, and he's probably not taking a choice of doing one or the other. He's oh, just yeah. doing one of them first. Yeah. So I'm sure he's still going to, you know, take, you know, set back and check everything out because he's going to mm -hmm. have to, to like see how they, they all behave and what they yeah. drop and all that jazz. Before but, he starts posting his actual time. But like, yeah, but like the idea of posting like a blind speed run on the first day. I think like, he's doing it for fun too. Like I think yeah. it's the audaciousness of it yeah. that is is part of it. It's just uh, oh, people will tune in for this <laughs> and want to see it because like one, they want to see the game. Mm -hmm. Two, you know, I'm gonna fuck up a lot <laughs> and see a bunch of crazy stuff and be surprised. And it's fun to watch people vicariously be yeah. surprised and angry mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So and if he's the first, then shit, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, good good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be... Uh, so I, I will not watch that until I beat the game, but once I do, <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. So Cool. But yeah, yep. good, uh, good um, games. Good games. Yeah, so what, let's uh, talk about what we're doing next. Yes. Because it's the most, uh, you know, probably the most pertinent piece of admin. <laughs> True. So next episode is going to be an appendix uh, where we just kind of do dust up. Um, on various things, errata, and then we have a couple of ending thoughts uh, that have come in. Um, but uh, after that, the next like major piece of content that we are tackling, we have a little bit of a uh, little bit of a gap. Dark Souls Two is coming out very soon. However, there is still time, and we do not want to rest on our laurels, no sir. Yeah. Um, so we are doing um, what we are entitling season three of Bonfires Side Chat Origins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exploring Berserk which is a manga series uh, that is kind of the Japanese uh, manga, anime, medieval fantasy series that inspired a lot of aspects of Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, we're doing one episode about the manga. Uh, Gary is much further in the manga than I. Um, it's true, because I love manga. Oh, man, just crazy. Uh, Destin, Destin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's, here's two things I learned about manga in my, in my last journey. Is one... So I, you know, I came to really love it. Like it took me a while. I was feeling lukewarm on it for a long time, but when I talk to try to get my friends into it and tell them it's actually good, they don't take me seriously <laughs> in exactly the same way that I wouldn't have taken them seriously. <laughs> so it's fine. However, you can't just be like, man, none of my friends will play this cool manga. Uh, or, or watch, read this cool manga. They're like, two. Um, if something, if there's something as a manga and you're reading it on a public transport, uh, transportation system, you have to be very careful because like <laughs> no matter how, you know, there is no part of, of anything souls relating that is supposed to be erotic. However, <laughs> the world of manga <laughs> from over the corner, like some of the stuff you're seeing, like there is a lot of nudity and there is a little sprite character that shows up in the, you know, page one, scene one, more or less yep. that looks like, uh, a prepubescent girl. It's actually a guy, mm-hmm. and it's not a human, but it looks like a ten-year-old girl naked. Yeah, but, but and technically, he's a thousand years old in spirit. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but you, you don't yep. be the guy who's explaining no. that to somebody no. on the bus. No. That's the joke I'm making, Gary. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. So the uh, yeah, so it looks bad. <laughs> Reading a manga makes you look bad. Um, just in general, that's I think that's 100 percent true. Even if you love the whole the medium so much, even to the ladies. Like, if you're if you're just that comfortable, like just you know, reading something where th- this kind of stuff is happening, and just there's a prepubescent naked girl yeah. on every other page, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're you're a different man than I. Yeah. So, but you recommend it, right? I totally recommend it. It's great. Yeah. I, I've spent uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of corner reading. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll try to wedge myself into a corner. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> like shift my coat in front of things and try yeah. to cover all angles. <laughs> that that, that probably makes you look creepier reading. than the manga does. <laughs> it probably makes it look like I'm beating off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then once they yeah. see what you're reading, then holy shit! Yeah, and they're just like, oh, yeah, they, exactly. But hopefully, they don't see what I'm reading. Yeah, I'll let them. I'll let them fill in a mystery. Like maybe they think I'm just looking at traditional porn. Oh yeah, with women my own age. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. that's that's preferable. So, no, no, <laughs> then, yeah. then they'll give you a medal. Yeah, exactly. you get off the backs, and there's a parade in your honor. That was a bold move. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I do, I do recommend it. It's actually wonderful. It takes a long time to get going, but I'm, you know, eagerly yeah. devouring it. Yeah, it's great. And the volumes are pretty cheap too. They're like ten bucks on Amazon. So yeah, 
Yeah, and they go fast. We're also covering um, the uh, anime. Yeah, is based on it, the Golden Age. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, as far as I know, like they're 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 breaking it up into three parts. Like, do we just want to do the whole Golden Age anime ser- uh, series? Because we just have the first one, but I think if that the second one's out in uh, English dub too. Yeah, if, and let's let's do it. Let's yeah. cover. Let's. I mean, more or less in in both mediums, cover the Golden Age because it's the first major arc. Yeah. Of the thing, and I mean, we can we have time to watch a couple more movies. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that like a movie is the least time-consuming thing that we do. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like movies, yeah. nothing. I'm yeah. Watching movies right now. Watch, watch a movie the, in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that's what we're covering over the course of uh, four weeks. Yeah. Next. Um, so if you have responses about it, like, uh, you know, we might do one kind of wrap up episode at the end. We might do your responses at the end of each episode because there probably isn't going to be quite as much, you know, Hey, this is the call for responses for minute hour 15 <laughs> of the first movie through hour 45 of the second movie mm-hmm. of Berserk. You know, it doesn't really lend itself to our format right. quite as well. So, uh, if you have things to say about it, definitely send them in and we'll put them in, uh, you know, probably without the same kind of clockwork structure that we usually yeah. do yeah we'll we'll, we'll, so. we'll put them where they're most appropriate i think but yeah. like send them in and we'll decide what to do with them um yep yep yeah neat. and after that or go ahead oh, no i was i was actually just gonna do what you were gonna do so oh i thought yeah, i didn't hear you <laughs> said neat. i thought you said meet like nope. yeah i was going to meet someone nope. and you know you know meet my friend that uh, meet my friend kingsfield the ancient city <laughs> yes the ancient city kingsfield <laughs> four which we're doing for the next four weeks um yep. kingsfield is uh kind of the spiritual predecessor Yep. to the Souls games. Um, Kingsfield 4 is the most modern one, and it is the only one that is not part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So Kingsfield 1 through 3 are part of a thing, and then uh, Kingsfield 4 is a standalone story. So yep. that's why we chose it, and we're going to spend uh, four weeks on that. Again, similar, um, just kind of split the game into four parts, and then probably if you have thoughts, we'll put them where they're appropriate. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's very Souls-like once you get past the uh, the initial punch and bugs. Uh, section. Yeah, well, the control, like just getting used to the control and yeah. the pace. Is, also, is if, if you are at all prone to motion sickness, um, I, I want to give you a warning on this. Uh, maybe watch a Let's Play where you can pause and pause and play it. But yeah, I am I, I am playing this with Dramamine in tow. It's it's it's, it's very interesting because there's a wobble walk thing you can turn off, which I turned off too. Like that, I didn't like that, but I'm not having. Problems with it just at regular pace, and yeah. I do have some mental emotion success. Yeah, it, it's it's real slow, real floaty, and that kind of carries over into just general discussions about the controls and everything. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we'll talk about all that stuff in the first episode covering it, like do the generalities before we actually get into the experience stuff, yep. as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking looking forward to to playing it. Did you have you ever looked at the Wikipedia on all the different Kingsfield games? Uh, it, it, it it all kind of just turns into fantasy wise to me, but. The um the there's a one of the things I don't think it came out in America, but there's a Kingsfield dungeon builder or a Kingsfield yeah, yeah. It's development like a tool. Moon sword, light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, moonlight. Yeah, moonlight sword actually. Um, the uh, but that's a neat idea to me. Like the idea that people can make modules mm-hmm. for this stuff in in one of these engines. Like that's cool. Yeah. I could I could get into that. Yeah. So yeah, so far so good, and we're gonna we're giving ourselves a lot of, a lot of time to play it since it is difficult. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I am recording all of my footage from this, so at the very least, there will be a supercut of all my deaths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which won't look, you know, you won't actually see what happens. No, nope. a lot of the times it's going to be him dying because a monster is behind him, yeah. or he stepped on a slightly different colored rock. Yep, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> which happens in the probably the first couple seconds you play. Yep. 
Um, oh, that uh, well, man. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. I think you know, I, I in the the Souls tradition of like playground mongering, I think you can get down there later. I think you get an item or a spell or something that allows you to uh, survive their fall. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. That like this mine that they, you know, make it seem like it's just oh, this is just you going out of bounds and mm-hmm. you die. Did you know you can get into the mines in Dark Souls or the the well in Dark Souls? That one that's by Firelink. What? Yeah, you can jump off a piece of the geometry and get in there. You just die, but you can do it. Well, oh yeah, I knew that. I knew, okay. I knew you could get into it. I didn't. Like, oh, not that. There's you, like yeah. You, there's you a, made it sound like there was something at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you, you've never been to Quorum's Junction. <laughs> the, yeah. Good God, we didn't cover that in the show. This is something yeah, you really should have mentioned. I got a secret, secret <laughs> bonfire side chat. Yeah, with the I, cool I, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just didn't know you could get into there until re- yeah. very recently. Also, check this out. Um, in preparing for this, like one little weird bit of. T- uh, I picked up, you know, in the first area of Demon Souls, when if you beat uh, the Vanguard and you get transported to that area with Dragon God, mm-hmm. that's a different Dragon God. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, who's that? Why is why? Why did we talk about that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I never did it myself, but I've watched videos. I know it's like a different kind of setting, kind of thing, right? Yeah, different, totally different architecture, different guy, yeah. everything. So weird. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, and other IRIs admin stuff. Um, ratings and reviews are still very useful yes. for us. We want to get. Uh, we really want to take the the world by storm when season four starts. Mm-hmm. The Dark Souls two ride that wave. Yep. Um, also, um, if you want to support the network um, and the show, you can do the Audible um, link that we mentioned at the beginning of every show, or also go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. Um, in addition. Uh, uh, well, yeah, when we go there, you go do the Amazon link. Um, but um, in addition, uh, like us on Facebook. There's a lively discussion that happens there. Yeah. Um, I want to give a special shout out to our uh, friend and fan, Allison Baker. Yes. Who has done, has been working on these little individual scenes of a comic of Cole and I making our way through Dark Souls. <laughs> but has compiled, it, it's, it's my favorite thing that, like, and not to discount things fans have done for us and our things. I think this might be my favorite. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very charming. Yeah. And it's like it's Lego people. It's really cute, and it's just very flattering and charming and awesome. Yeah. Um, and they're cool. Like when she was just doing scenes from the game, it was also awesome. Like she's yeah. amazingly talented. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's our cute little adventures with like dialogue and little slapstick <laughs> bits and stuff, it's really awesome. Yeah. And uh, that's that's on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so well worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. That is uh, LegoDarkSouls.tumblr.com. Yeah, definitely, definitely go uh, go do that and, and share all of your love with yeah. Allison because that's she, she is a very talented photographer. Yes, brighten, yes. brighten my day. Um, yeah, and uh, and listen to all of our other shows on the network. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do several other ones. Yeah, Abject Suffering, which is a very funny show about sometimes bad games, sometimes why jacuzzis are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, we got that. We got um, uh, The Level, which is a kind of audio magazine about video games that uh, Cole does with his friends, uh, Dennis, who likes the Duke's archives but hates Dishonored, <laughs> and, uh, and Ben, and, uh, and David. And uh, the uh, so the, I've got a couple shows that are winding down, but they're still available mm-hmm. and uh, available in, in kind of reruns, um, Pilot Season and The Pitch, mm-hmm. um, which are two comedy uh, variety shows, or one of which is a comedy show, one of which is a variety show. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have had other people from the network on it before. Mm-hmm. And again, chiefly we do Watch Out for Fireballs, yeah. which is the, our flagship show. That's our big one. The, yep, our retro video games yeah. podcast. You should check out, so. um, check it out, Comrade. Sorry, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll never not phrase it that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that's a show that you do with uh, frequent Bonfireside Chat guest Nick Glauber um, about yeah. indie games. 
Yeah. Um, if you like, and just, I don't always mention it on here, but if, uh, I've, on the, uh, on the YouTube channel that I, uh, youtube.com forward slash watch out for fireballs, I've done a bunch of different Dark Souls runs mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, Jermaine to Nick, um, we did a Dark Souls drinking game, um, which is <laughs> at preparetodrink.com and streamed it. So there's a, a seven hour stream of us beating Dark Souls doing this drinking game. It's up there. Yeah, we, we got real drunk. Nick got the drunkest by far. Yeah. What's interesting during it is having something to concentrate on that you have to concentrate on that hard, mm-hmm. like retarded the inebriation effect. Yeah, yeah. So I was just, I was not feeling, I drank a lot, but I was uh-huh. not feeling that drunk because I had to concentrate on Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, no, like, so, in, in, it's, it's the methadone of video games. In, like the, it pre- is, in the presence of determination, like, all that you're left yeah. with is a sick stomach. Yep, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I had fun. I didn't get a sick stomach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really great, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm going to put up there, I'm, I've been too bashful to do it, but I'm going to record uh, my next speed run oh. and uh, and just have it on there. So I may not talk very much because it requires a lot of concentration, mm-hmm. and I am by no means good in the world of speed running, but uh, it is is fun to do. I think people will be interested to see that, especially if you're at like the two-hour range. And if people can show me, you know, tell me things to do better that aren't mm-hmm. just get better at this or... Yeah. <laughs> learn this fucking ridiculous skip like <laughs> i've practiced duke skip guys it's yep. really hard <laughs> so the uh and by that point i'm also an hour and, and 15 minutes into the game so i'm kind of just trying to get to the end yeah um something that i'm just going to keep failing at over and over and over is not mm-hmm. you know my favorite thing but yeah i'll get better i don't think i'm going to try to get competitive at it but i would love to get you know sub two hours yeah and uh yeah mm-hmm. um so, and just in the realm in the realm of more um self promotion mm-hmm. kind of stuff uh hex crank um you can find it on the uh, duckfeed.tv website um it is a blog that i do about survival horror games most recent article is about uh, friday the 13th for nes moving on to sweet home and getting into stuff that yep. actually looks like and feels like um uh, survival horror yeah yeah so yeah no longer kind of stretching the definition which is cool like i like that mm-hmm. aspect of it you know like oh actually if you look at this it is survival horror mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah definitely check that out it's very good yeah um, I think that's I think about that's it. it. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, so like until next time for the final time, um, what are we going to do for our sign off for next season, Cole? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I also have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let you know none of these orange soapstone messages. Let's just let's just uh, um, say we're going to continue the show so the world might be mended. So the world might be mended. Umbasa. We all pray that we will have far more soon. Oh, man, we don't get the post-roll riff without a guest here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>